It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadow. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing good. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a classic Survivor Sunday episode. Um, and uh, I'm just excited Talk about some dang reality television. You heard of this stuff? Pretty good. Crazy what they're doing on TV these days. And I honestly, I've heard like a lot of it isn't even real. They say reality TV, but then there's like producers behind the scenes, like affecting situations and like forcing people into scenarios that would make them uncomfortable to like make better content. It's like, just show me a real world, you know? No producers. Just seven yeah, people wanna, living in a house. I want to see what happens when they stop being polite. And start getting real. Um, I think Survivor would definitely be more interesting without producers. Um, but unfortunately, the host is the executive producer, so you need one for the other. You know what I'm trying to say. Just 16 what people living people on a beach. Stop being polite and start outwitting outplaying and outlasting that's the question that's the question we gotta ask jeff uh speaking of jeff probst and the show he hosts which is survivor i have to ask you a question that's the name of this show thomas did you watch survivor guatemala last night guatemala guatemala i took a trip out to guatemala i took a new down to uh, the 11th episode, if I remember correctly. Oh, it's like you and me and all of the episodes, and I don't know why. I don't think the this is Finger 11. 11. The Finger 11th episode. Yeah. Um, it was called... Which they also don't do that song. I know, but, you know, it's kind of a similar song from the similar era, so it's easy to look at this photograph, you know? That kind of thing. Yeah, that's basically that's basically them. Basic. Uh, this episode was called "Everything Is Personal." What do you think of that episode title? Uh, you know, uh, it's one way to look at playing Survivor. I feel like you go one way or the other on that one. One way. Yeah. Uh, the episode of Survivor first aired on November twenty four, two thousand five. Sorry, I, I meant to say I think "Everything Is Personal" is a really good episode title. I feel like it really encapsulates. You know, a, a season of Survivor, especially back in the early 2000s. Um, and it was also a quote that somebody said. A lot of the episode titles this season haven't been quotes. They've just been like a summation, an alliterative summation of the episode, which is fun. But you, lo- you know I love a quote from a contestant. Everything is personal. Good. First aired November 24th, 2005. How many viewers do you think it received? I'm going to say 18 million. Well, remember, last week's got 18.82 million. You think it dropped 800,000, 820,000? Yes, I think people uh, were... Was Jamie voted off last week? People Jamie were really was, mad about Jamie. Jamie, the, 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 the worst guy on the season was voted out, do you think? People were like, well, what are we even going to watch for anymore? Yeah, I can't hate watch this show anymore. Um, no, people were actually excited that Jamie got voted out. Uh, because this episode got 19.54 million viewers. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people hated Jamie, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, the week that this aired, our high school football team, the Rockford Rams, had just played the Grand Ledge Comets in the regional fi- finals. How do you think we did? Oh, wait. 
Sorry, that was last week. This week we played the Brighton Bulldogs in the semifinals. How do you think we did? I'm going to say that they won, and I'm going to say that they won 21 to 10. They actually won Survivor 42 to Survivor Game Changers, maybe? Or Heroes, Hustlers, Healers, Hustlers, Heroes. Did I get them all? Yeah, I think so. The score was 42 to 35, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. High-scoring game, bring back the defense of the early 2000s, the mid-2000s Detroit Pistons. And don't talk to me about how they're different sports. You know what I mean. Yeah, get Ben Wallace out there. Have him, uh, knock, you know, blocking passes out of the air. If you could put any modern athlete in any other professional sport that they're not already playing, who would you be and why? Who would you, who would you pick and why, I should say? Second, up, second follow-up question, would really who would you like, like to, to be? See, I would really like to see LeBron playing as like a six foot eight wide receiver. <laughs> yeah I think that would be fun Because he did play wide receiver in high school Oh did he? I didn't know that Yeah These kids they like, Sports guys, jocks are, are always playing sports Every fucking season of the year Not me He's not a current athlete But also apparent Like Allen Iverson was like an all-state quarterback And I think it would have been fun to see him mm-hmm. Play at a higher level um, I would like to see baseball star Michael Jordan Come back to the NBA I would love I would love a press release from MJ that says, I'm back, parentheses, again. Oh, it's even better this time. to playing baseball. <laughs> Single A. Starting for the West Michigan Whitecaps, second baseman, Michael Jordan. That's right. I would, I would go see a Whitecaps game if uh, MJ was on the team. I couldn't name yeah, one Whitecap these days. I, you know, you just got to see what's going to happen there. Honestly, I don't think I could name a Tiger that's playing right now. Uh, Miguel Cabrera is still playing for the Tigers. Oh, that's really good to hear. He's really the heart and soul of the team. Yeah, they stink, though, so that doesn't mean much. That's okay. You know, it's uh, nostalgic it's, for me to nice hear his to name. Uh, I think he's going to... He got to 3,000 hits this year, so I think he's going oh, to retire right. at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good call. Um, I'm always really happy to also see Judd on screen. Similar to Miguel Cabrera in that way. But Judd feels bamboozled after this tribal council. Uh, Gary's very thankful that he survived. And Judd overhears Gary and Lydia chatting. And then he gets insecure. You ever watch that show? Uh, I I didn't, but I'm aware of it. Hmm, It's really good. You should watch it. That's what I've heard. HBO Max. Watch it before they take it off. What if HBO Max took all of the HBO originals on and just made it Discovery Plus? Yeah, they're like, no, you can't watch The Sopranos on here anymore. <laughs> we don't have that. Yeah, we, we determined that uh, not enough people were watching it and more people wanted House Hunters International. Yeah, you can watch The Property Brothers. <laughs> so Any one of their 17 shows now. At the reward challenge, there were three pots and then they were each asked trivia questions and then the correct answer let you smash someone else's pot. This is always a good challenge. I wish uh, Jeff would bring it back. Yeah, I love this. It's very fun to watch people walk up and in very petty ways smash these pots. It's so good. Like, Jeff stopped doing it because of San Wendell Survivor, right? He just got fed up halfway through because everybody was just like um, talking to each other about who they were going to take out next. And he was like, what's the point of doing the challenge then? 
That's the entire point of doing the challenge, though. You know? You could also just make a rule where they're not allowed to talk to each other. I guess, but isn't the fun of this challenge kind of like hearing people be like, Oh no, I can't believe you did this to me. Well, yeah, but I mean, I think it had gotten to like the live tribal part though, right? Where it's Mm. like, hey, you should break this person. It's like, I agree that I don't really want that. I want, people shouldn't be allowed to say or, or you know, negotiate oh. over whose pocket's broken. Yeah, no negotiating, no Angelinaine uh, when people are trying to smash each other's heads. But I think reactions to the smashing of the heads is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay, so the winners get mojitos and skewered meat and uh, hot spring waterfall. Pretty cool stuff, I'll say. I would like to win this reward. Yeah, this whole thing looked really cool. I could go for a massage right now. Oh, my God. I've been meaning to get a massage for ages. Uh, everybody goes after Stephanie and Gary. No surprise, everyone hates Gary because he's such a good guy, and they're all jealous of how good he is and how cool he is. You know? Yeah, it's it's tough. It's, it's tough being a, a superstar landscaper, you know? They all wish he ha- they had his landscaping skills. Uh, Cindy wins and takes Wraith on the reward with her. I was very surprised by this because I always forget Cindy is the opposite of Moochie on The Simpsons. Whenever she's not on screen, I forget she exists. Is that the right guy? Moochie? Uh, Poochie. Poochie, excuse me. Yeah, you are not asking where Cindy when Cindy is not on screen. No. In fact, when she is on screen, I'm asking, who is this? Yeah, I did actually kind of have the same thought. I was like, who are you again? (laughs) I saw her. I feel like we've finally gotten down to the point where like, Everybody left in the game is a individual character. You know, I, I know who everybody is. With that being said, I still don't know anything about Cindy. She's just kind of No, I feel like this is there. by far the most screen time that she's gotten in an episode. Yeah, like I have nothing against her, you know? I just don't know any. Like she's just part of the, part of the gang. So I guess, you know. Yeah, they, they haven't given her much with the edit. Yeah. Um, Stephanie is mad. They said she's eaten a lot. Uh, so that's why she didn't go on the reward. Who cares? You know, it's, it was so funny to watch her throw a temper tantrum about this and be like, I can't believe that Lydia would single me out for this just because I've eaten way more food than everyone or like, but also I've gone on as many as these other people and it's like, okay, well, so you agree that you are one of the least deserving people to go on. the <laughs> So like, right. even if you're equally, if like you and Gary and Judd are all equal in this, th- that's who everyone went after first. So who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Yeah. But it's, the, it's a classic thing. Stephanie is just a sore loser. She's been used to the game going her way the whole time. And so the minute that anything doesn't, she's like, actually people are being really unfair to me. Yeah. Uh, Gary says he doesn't really care one way or the other. I don't remember what that was in, uh, what the context of that line was, but I, I loved it. Oh, he was saying, he was saying, he's like, well, you don't want to like put, he's like, look, you can try to put us on even footing. Like, I don't care that I didn't get in the reward or whatever. Like, but he, he was like the, the pizza that I ate was not the same thing as the reward that you got at that time. Right. I also loved how at one point Stephanie was like, that wasn't even a reward when, um, when they all got the to eat or whatever, she was like, "That wasn't even technically a reward." It's like, 
<laughs> okay, you, Stephanie. You still ate the food. Yeah, still ate. Um, yeah, so at the reward, the water, <laughs> the water is hot, but then there is also cold water. I thought that was really cool. I would love to go there. It seems really neat. Um, yeah, we, when we were kids, when we drove out to Yellowstone, we stopped by some, I think it was on our trip to Yellowstone, we stopped by some hot springs, and then there was, like, a freezing cold river right next to the hot springs, so we would, like, go back and forth. Uh, it was a very cool sensation. Weird, but very fun. Uh, yeah, so I I've never been in a hot spring. I would love to. They seem really neat. Hey, but with global warming and climate change working together finally... <laughs> You're going to see a hot spring. Every spring is going to be a hot spring. Yeah. Because mm. my birthday is the first day of spring. You know that? So I'm an expert. Um, they also get massages on the reward, so that's fun. Then they return to camp and talk about how good the reward was, and Lydia gets incredibly jealous. Okay, guys. You know, same. It looked really nice. It looked really fun. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't... I feel like it's probably smart not to... I, I feel like if anybody asked me what the, the food was, I'd just be like, yeah, I don't want to rub it in. Yeah, that's nice. I I don't get why... Like, there's no right way to answer that question, because either you, you downplay it, and then it's like, you're lying, obviously, uh, and that's annoying, or you talk about how good it is, and people are upset and, and jealous, and that doesn't feel great either. I, yeah, there's not really a good way to do it. I feel like the best damage control you can do is just be like, I'm going to be honest, it was really great, but I'm, I'm not going to get into details because I don't want to, you know. Yeah. I, I don't want to uh, tease anybody, basically. I think that's the the best way to do it. Uh, Gary and Danny talk about taking out Judd or Cindy next. Take out Cindy, you know? Who's he, like, we're not going to miss her as viewers. No offense, but like, we could still have yeah, all of our favorite characters. It would be the same show, basically. Yeah. Then they'd go to the immunity challenge and they do folklore, which is a great challenge where Jeff reads them a question or reads them a story and then they have to answer questions about the story. Uh, great challenge. Uh, you may have seen. If they brought this one back, they could have Taylor Swift uh, be the guest presenter for this challenge. Yeah, they do do that a lot with celebrity guests. So that would be cool. Um, you may have recently seen it on a little season called Survivor Wild West. You can read it at survivorwildwest.tumblr.com. Uh, Taylor Swift is also a celebrity presenter on that one. Yeah, I, I got uh, a cameo from her. You can watch the video. Yeah, she goes, yeehaw, you need to calm down. I'm Taylor Swift. <laughs> this is Taylor's version of Survivor. <laughs> a game that I know all too well. Do you think she watches? Do you think she's a Jeff Probst stan? Yeah. A Jeff Probst stan? I think so. That'd be cool. Most people are. Yeah. And if somebody's like causing trouble at Tribal, she'd be like, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Yeah, what if? That would be really great. Get Taylor Swift on Celebrity Survivor. Now, would you say that you used to have mad love? Yeah, Jeff, but now it's only I would love a season hosted by Taylor Swift where every single question she asks somehow circles back to one of her songs. It's like... You looked like you found the fountain of youth with this challenge. Would you say that you don't know about me, but you were feeling 22? (laughs) You know so many Taylor Swift lyrics. (laughs) 
this alliance, would you say it's permanent broken, permanently broken? Would you say that you are never, ever, ever getting back together? <laughs> it's like how Jeff, uh, like, really forces the the theme all the time, but the theme this time is Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> Survivor 43, Taylor Swift. That'd be cool. Um, so Rafe wins the Taylor Swift challenge. Good for him. Uh, he's very proud of himself for winning three immunity challenges. Uh, Stephanie feels like she has an easy path to the final four. Lydia is pretty certain that she's going to be voted out before Danny or Gary. But Gary's pretty sure it's going to be him. He's not going to dwell on it. Because what's the point in dwelling on anything when you're, you know, landscaping? Yeah, you got to just maneuver, you know? Yeah. It's like, if you think you're getting out, you got to get moving. Because you can't control it otherwise. That's really good advice. Rafe tells Gary that he doesn't trust Judd, and Gary wants to take advantage of that. I was really, really excited for for Gary's uh, comeback story in this episode. It really seemed like everybody's rallying around him. Everybody's getting on his side. Judd doesn't trust Lydia. Seemed good. It felt like there was an opening there, and then... And you'd think he'd be good at, like, finding openings because of uh, all of his landscaping experience. Yeah. He was trying to throw his uh, receiver open. Mm-hmm. By that I mean, uh, you know, one, one of his uh, coworkers. Yeah. He was like, hey, boss, can I get a hedge trimmer? And, and Gary was like, here you go, and tossed it across the yard to him. Because he's a good manager. Gary- he's got a good arm. Gary was trying to lead a fourth quarter comeback, you mm-hmm. know, because like you're running out of time in the day and you got to trim these hedges. Yeah. And like the sun's going down soon. Um, how do you feel about um, the wildlife shots this season? Uh, you know, they're, they've been good. I guess I, uh, the, the most enduring memory I have is just that the, those like, macaws that were fighting each other oh yeah that's very cool uh unfortunately there were no macaws this week this is a segment called wildlife shots we had a snake we had an alligator we had a millipede uh an ant and um i wanted to focus again on the guatemalan beaded lizard because we kind of rushed through this guy um the first time we focused on him because my phone or my computer was at like 7% when we were recording. I didn't have the charge. Do you remember this a few weeks ago? I do remember that. We had to speed run it. We had to speed run it so we didn't get to talk about the Guatemalan beaded lizard much. They are big venomous lizards. They can be found in only one valley in Guatemala. They have scales and each of the scales has a bone on it, giving it its beaded name. They are not especially fast, so rather than chase their prey, they will hide in a rocky crevice and wait for the other animals to lay eggs. So, these are cool guys who are good. Absolutely. Uh, They produce a hormone that helps them regulate their blood sugar, which has been used to treat human diabetes. That's a thing I read on wikipedia.org, but I've never gotten any lizard hormones to help me. And honestly, I'd be afraid to because of, you know, that guy in Spider-Man. Yeah, you don't want to turn into a big lizard Mm -hmm. wearing a lab coat. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, males will track females by smelling them during breeding season, then wrestle any other males for the right to breed with her. So they're just like us. They're just like lizards. They're just like us. <laughs> males will use their tails to sturdy themselves when fighting with the other males. They only eat for a couple weeks of the year during the rainy season. Um, if they eat throughout the year, they may become obese. That's like when I wake up and I forget to eat breakfast and mm. then it's like one o'clock and I'm like, damn, I should have eaten something. Yeah. I went out, um, to a birthday party yesterday, forgetting to eat lunch beforehand. Went out on a boat, had several drinks on the boat and then went out to dinner oh, and, uh, had one bite of a hamburger and then went uh, outside and puked on the curb. I felt so much better afterwards. So that's a fun yeah, story. Yeah, you gotta eat something before you're drinking, especially when you're out in the sun like that. Like, oof. Yeah, well, the forecast called for clouds, so... So, I, yeah, you're like, I can have three drinks on an empty stomach. <laughs> now, if it wasn't overcast... Yeah, exactly. It's not my fault. It's the sun and the forecast that lied to me. Uh, these are the rarest and most endangered species of beaded lizard with fewer than 200 individuals surviving. So how do you think they rank on the IUCN list? Probably like threatened or like critically endangered, maybe even. Uh, they are considered endangered. Not quite okay. critically endangered, but um, I think just because there aren't many to begin with. That's my assumption. So the fact that there's fewer than 200 is, um, I mean, it's not great, but it's not critical just yet. Uh, it's not what you want. Um, Thomas, this week you sent me a, a fun little prop that we talked about recently called Survivor. Yeah, we were talking about proper nouns here. That, that animal's a proper noun. We're talking about proper nouns? We're talking about that. You know, we threw some adjectives in there. You know, maybe some adverbs. Oh, you're just talking about words. Yeah. Words. It's what you say. Um, well, Thomas sent me a Survivor Mad Libs. And Thomas, did you did, did you get a chance to look through any of these? No, I didn't. Uh, I, I shipped it directly to you. So I, uh, I have not had the pleasure to read any of these. Well, it is from, I believe, the year 2004. That's right. Uh, copyright 2004 Survivor Productions LLC, Price Stern Sloan, a division of Penguin Young Readers Group, 345 Hudson Street, New York, New York, 114. Um, the final Mad Lib in this book is called Wild Wildlife. So I thought now would be a good time to uh, try this book on for size. I agree. So will you give me a place? Uh... Pittsburgh. I thought you were to say Guatemala uh, because of how we're doing Guatemala right now, but we can say Pittsburgh. That's fine. Um, what about an adjective? You love adjectives. Oh. Uh, moist. Okay. Uh, that's good. Now give me a verb. It's what you do. Uh, run. Run. Okay. And a plural animal. Uh, beaded lizards. Ooh, nice. Beaded lizard. 
That's my uh, wrestling name. I need another adjective. Stinky. Good. Give me one more adjective, please. Um. Conceited. Oh, wow. I like when you say words like stinky or moist because they're shorter. Words like conceited and beaded lizards take a little longer to write down. Give me another plural noun. Sorry, this is the uh, first plural noun. Plural noun. I'll say um, mm-hmm. fire trucks. Nice. Good answer. Survey says, uh, give me another plural noun. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Oceans. Nice. I think that's a good one. Uh, and give me one more adjective. Fast. Nice. Hell yeah. Fucking love fast things. And one more animal, but you gotta pluralize it. Otherwise, I'm not putting it in the book. Okay, plural... I will say mice. Oh, nice. Nice mice. Okay. Do you have dreams of a career at the zoo, the circus, or the Pittsburgh? Hmm. If so, Survivor might be a moist place for you. And that's funny. Uh, There are animals galore on the island that you can run with every day. That sounds really nice, honestly. Yeah, I would love to run with those animals. <laughs> Monkeys, bats, and baited lizards are some of the most stinky mammals. Well, oh, no, no. Why don't want to call for a mammal rather than an animal? Whatever. Well, yeah, lizards are very clearly not mammals. <laughs> well, alligators and snakes make up the conceited reptile population. Rare birds can. They are very prideful. Yes. Rare birds compete with you for the fire trucks washed up on the beach, and toucans and sloths watch you from the trees. With so many oceans, it's not a surprise when some animals become pets. Pelican Pete and Balboa the Snake both became fast friends with the survivor. Hey, that one actually worked out. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Hey, they might not be cute, Cuddly mice, but beggars can't be choosers. Huh. Well, that was fun. That's wild wildlife. Yeah, that was not as silly as it could have been. Although we did say that uh, there were some stinky mammals. Yeah. And that it was a moist place to hang out with. Yeah. Uh, um, so that's, um, that's a little sub-segment within the world's greatest segment of any podcast of all time. Um, and there's plenty more where that came from. If, if people love the Mad Libs, we'll keep doing them. There's a whole book of them. Price, Stern, Sloan. Their, their, yeah. their logo. What do we, what do we want to call this, uh, Survivor, segment? Survivor Mad Libs. World's greatest word game. Survivor Mad Libs. Based on the CBS television show Survivor. You could have, uh, Mad World by Tears for Fears as the... The intro song for this. I I was thinking the same thing, but I do believe we already used Mad World for um, the challenge Total Madness when we covered that season. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so we're going to have to... You could do a song by Madness. You could do like... Mm. Uh, you could do Our House or uh, It Must Be Love. <laughs> yeah. Or the song that they did for a Honda commercial they were in in Japan one time. Oh, that's fun. I think, um, you know, we'll we'll sleep on that uh, and see if we ever do this segment again. Sure. 
Lydia says everybody looks up to Stephanie um, because she's played Survivor before. And then Stephanie yells, say it to my face. Why is Stephanie so mean all of a sudden? Very defensive. Uh, Also, you're all in the same place. She is saying it to your face. Yeah. She turns into Alex Riley all of a sudden, always telling people to say it to to their face. It took me a really long time to remember who Alex Riley was. Uh, Gary says, many people are starstruck by Stephanie. I know I would be. I'd be starstruck if I saw Gary Hawkins, famous landscaper. I thought it was very funny that he said that they were starstruck. (laughs) Oh my god, this player from season four. Season ten. Excuse me. She's a big deal. Uh, Judd says he might not... He, oh, excuse me. Judd says he might have to start lying now. Uh, yeah, just now. Just now. He's never lied before. Uh, he then throws Gary under the bus, and Gary defends himself and tells Jeff about how he lied about the idol. This was fucking fantastic. I loved it. I did appreciate Judd just going, Yeah, fine, you got me. <laughs> I did lie about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Gary has voted out four to one. Um, you hate to see it. You know, we were really rooting for you, Gary. You do hate to see it. I knew it was coming, but that didn't make it hurt any less. Yeah. Uh, so who do you think's winning now? Your favorite guy got voted out. Uh, I'm still going to say Rafe. Who do you want to win, though? Probably Rafe. Yeah. You're going to be so sad when he doesn't win. Spoilers. Uh, well, he's going to get to run the Wheel of Time, so <laughs> it'll be fine. Thomas, did you watch the Challenge Chunk last night? That's not the name of the show. The Challenge USA last night? Jake, I did watch it. Uh, so they did a cool challenge with balloons on cars. I loved this challenge. This was so much fun. It was great. They ran the cars into each other, and it was great. I I have no complaints, no notes. Uh, Keep doing it. Who won? Dominic and his partner, I want to say. Is that right? I think so. And who did... I also liked... The only thing... The most memorable part of that whole thing for me was just Danny giving us more info about his wife, Kiki. Yeah, well, she's... And how she is a very bad driver, so he has to drive her everywhere because he is a good driver. We love... Kiki, because Danny loves Kiki. And we love Danny. And we love Danny. So how can you love Kiki? Um, so who got voted into Illumination? It was um, Leo and... Uh, or No, they lost, right? It was um, Kyland and... Uh, who is his partner? I don't know. Cassandra, maybe? Maybe. Uh, Them switching up the partnerships every week makes it more confusing mm -hmm. as to who is who. Uh, Agreed. I hope they never do it like this again. I I, I know a lot of people didn't love it, but I thought um, Double Agents was really fun. How the winner of the challenge, of the elimination challenge, could pick their partner. Then you... That's the way to do this. You mess up, like, two teams at most. Maybe three. Uh, I don't remember the math. But... Kira was her name. Kylan and Kira. They got eliminated because of um, whatever the game they played. 
they played the thing where they were throwing like this is a cool challenge where they were they had trivia questions they had to answer and they had to throw like corresponding medicine balls into like a shoot almost hmm. so it was like really heavy to pick up oh yeah yeah that was cool i did like that uh it was Alyssa and leo versus kyla and kyra kira whatever uh and Alyssa and leo won it's a great show we we love it i mean i guess it's good news that we never remember who goes into elimination because it means the people we like aren't going into elimination that's true I don't think it's anyone I especially care about getting eliminated, so it's all good. Yeah. Um, I'll say, though, there were definitely, I was definitely rooting for one team over the other in that elimination. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly getting invested in these people. Or Were you rooting for Leo to get eliminated? Or that's right. Or were you right. rooting for, yeah, I, I was too. <laughs> I, it was just like, seems like the best move for everybody here, Leo. You should just, you should just take a dive. It was going to hurt Dom if that team lost, though. So it wasn't the worst thing that they won. I guess. Uh, Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at TomNotTom. I'm on there. You already know what it is. Yeah, it's Twitter.com. It's the best website of all time. Mm. Excuse me. Uh, You can follow uh, the show on Twitter at DYWSLN. Survivor 43 is only a few weeks away, buddy. You ready? Yeah, we're coming up. You ready? You ready for another... I'm always ready for a new Survivor. New modern Survivor. Uh, we're also on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast. Um, it's a happening web app as well. Uh, another happening web app is called Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash justpodcast. Some exclusive content over there, such as... Thomas, if you want to announce anything... Or no, there's a lot anything. of people st- still watch Friends out there. You ever watch that and be like, I just, I wish there was a version of this where it was just Joey. Yeah. You know? And I wish that then also I could listen to something covering the show that's just Joey. That's what we do. That's where we come in. It's a show called Just Joey on Patreon.com slash Just Podcast. So you can go there and subscribe and we'll start putting out episodes as soon as somebody does that. Um, do you want to thank the listeners for listening, Thomas? I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you for listening. Um, I wonder if we have any reviews, uh, recently. Last I checked, it was still the most recent one, which we have some problems with. People need to, people, people need to give us a new review to get this. I'll say it. Stinky review off of our. Apparently we're like those mammals. Oh, the, the, the beaded lizard. Yeah, even though I use the regular Dove body wash. Yeah, I heard whatever we're using isn't working. I don't know how anyone would know that, but that's some reviews I heard uh, of our scent. I don't really get it, but, you know, I don't have his nose. Maybe he's a super smeller, this person who reviewed us, who will uh, continue to be nameless. Um, What's next? Uh, we're checking the reviews, and there aren't any new ones because um, all of our listeners have already reviewed us. And that's really nice, honestly. Um, okay, well, we'll be back next week with um, the the Finger 12th episode of Survivor Guatemala. Yeah, that's... Uh, what would Finger... 
what's the letter after P? Because I feel like it would be the letter after P. It'd be it'd be, it'd be care, it's Q, so it'd be Queralizer is the song that Finger Twelve would do. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's really good. That's really that's really funny. I'm like I'm actually still laughing on the inside. It's so funny. Yeah. So it's, I hate to say it, but it's like so funny. I forgot to laugh, but that's the thing yeah, is like, was, I'm laughing on the inside. Even, you couldn't even get there. Your brain was moving too fast. I was like, whoa, is that even a real joke? It's so, it just flew past me so quick. I had to catch up to it. And then once I caught up Your to it, I was, was like, ha ha ha. Queralized. Couldn't laugh. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's like paralyzed four times. And that's already a thing. Queralized. Okay, well, that's the show. So... We'll be back next week with Survivor Gratamala. Have a great summer. Deuces. Restless tonight Cause I wasted the light Between both these times I drew a really thin line It's nothing I planned And not that I can But you should be mine Cross a line If I traded it all If I gave it all away For one thing and Just for one thing About the podcast And I was very surprised Because you are very staunchly anti-guest uh, Especially anti-famous guest um, yeah. But for whatever reason, you found out Ray Mysterio was going to be in town, and you were like, "I booked yeah, him to be on the show." On the podcast. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's going to be weird, but okay." That would be such a funny person to get on the podcast, like a guy that you don't hear talk very often. Yeah, that's not. I'm going to put this out there right now. If Ray Mysterio wants to come on our podcast, hey. uh, he is welcome to. Yeah, please do. Uh, we can ask him about feuding with Rhea Ripley and we can ask him about working with uh, John Morrison on and off over the last couple decades and say Ray would you ever play Survivor what wrestler what modern wrestler do you most want to see play Survivor sorry my my headphones disconnected okay Here's my question. Yes. Which modern wrestler do you most want to see play Survivor? There's only um, one right answer, at least for me. Probably Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, that or, like, M- it'd be funny to see uh, 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 MJF. Yeah, M- MJF would be, like, the Colton of his season. Did you ever watch a season with Colton on it? I'm aware of Colton. Okay, I thought you were. Um, MJF would be like Colton, but less racist. Uh, that would be fun. No, I think I most want to see Orange Cassidy play Survivor. I think that would be really fun. That would be fun. Um, be, how would he be hung over all the time, though? He'd have to keep winning challenges that had alcohol. <laughs> It would really be like uh, in this episode where they're like, you're eating too much. And it's like, but I'm also very drunk all the time. So I need that. I I need to keep winning these orange juice challenges. (laughs) I never, I never realized that Orange Cassidy is always hungover. I guess that makes sense. So I thought, always thought he was just a super chill bro. 
which might uh, shine a light on my life. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>